0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spend News. Tuesday, October 12, 2021. Stand up for your country. So we have a a variety of things, a little bit different tonight, uh, about culture, about we are living in a country that's rapidly changing, not for the better. And then the final thought of the day is your freedoms and how they are eroding quickly. I'm going to tell you exactly how that's happening because most people they're not aware they know things aren't quite right but they don't know why so let's begin as we uh, usually do with joe biden's schedule he had one thing on schedule today 845 call with the g20 leaders to discuss close coordination on afghanistan so this is a total waste of time um he's got uh talking about international financial institutions and all that let me break it to president biden and to the g20 leaders Afghanistan doesn't need you. They don't need you. Afghanistan has one way to make money, only one. It sells opium on the black market. That's how the Taliban have survived for 20 years economically. That's how the Kabul government survived. That's how the chieftains, local warlords survived. Is a massive amount of opium coming out of Afghanistan and going both to Asia and to Europe. That's it. They don't sell anything else. They don't have anything else. All right, it's a landlocked country. There's no port. So you can threaten them, boycott them economically, you know, whatever you want to do, they don't care. They're going to sell the dope and make billions of dollars. And for 20 years, the United States, as the chief force in the country, allowed it to happen. Why? Because the Afghans made it quite clear, if you don't allow it to happen, we're going to fight you. We're going to help the Taliban. Okay, so the USA said, well, I guess we're going to have to make a deal with the devil, which they did. So all of this uh, close coordination by G20 leaders on Afghanistan is just a bunch of muck. It's garbage and nobody will say it. So Biden lives in the White House and all day long he does what? What does he do? Does he solve any problems? No. All right. He went to Chicago last week. I thought he might even mention the slaughter of African-Americans in that. city. didn't even mention it. I wrote a column on it. I hope you read the column. All right. The column is entitled Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. This man has no interest in solving any problem whatsoever. Okay, so that's what he did. I'm sorry to go off on that, but I see this stuff. I know what it is, all right, and, and it just drives me crazy because I know no one will tell you this. Rasmussen Daily Track and Poll, 41% of Americans think Joe's doing a great job. 57% do not Okay, so that's pretty much accurate. And I, I talked to one of the 41 who like him last night. And uh, again, it was, well, I hate Trump so much and I'm never going to admit I made a mistake voting against Trump. So I have to like Biden. That's what it is. It's exactly what it is. Uh, Gas prices. Uh, Lead editorial Wall Street Journal explains that Joe Biden's policy of uh, putting taxation, regulations, shutting down Keystone Pipeline, all of that has constrained U.S. oil production, okay? We used to export oil in a much bigger way, so now there's an oil shortage everywhere. And in the United States, when you have not so much supply, prices go up, they have gone up. You all know that if you have an automobile or a truck, and they're going to go higher. It's going to go over $4 a gallon. In California, that's $5.50 a gallon because of the owner's taxation they put on gasoline out there. So Biden, in the name of climate change, attacked right away the oil companies, the fossil fuel companies, and this has suppressed energy production, leading to higher prices. Do we all get this? Okay. It's right on Biden's doorstep. And what does he do? And then he goes over to uh, the OPEC people, The Arabs and says, Hey, can you pump more gas? Hey, thanks, Joe. That's good for the environment, right? Pump more oil, I assure you. They don't pump gas. Um, So, right now, gas prices are up on average in this country a buck than they were a year ago, according to Gas Buddy data. Gas Buddy. So, it's gasbuddy.com if you want to know the stats. And where do you get your home heating? And you guys down in uh, Florida and Texas, your air conditioning bills. Where do you get them? Double. What you paid last year, you're going to pay double. You got the money? You got it? Okay. Now that is going to crush the Biden administration. When people get around to figuring out how badly they're getting hurt economically, that's the end. Now, you can do border, you can do crime, you can do all kinds of things. What When it comes right into your house and you have less money, the end. That's what killed Carter. It wasn't Iran hostage. That embarrassed it. It was people suffering economically. Hillary Clinton's back. She's got a book. A um, friend of mine uh, put that book together. <laughs> And uh, so I get a lot of insight uh, off the record, of course, on on this.
1: But she got a novel,
0: um, and uh, she wrote it with uh, Louise Penny, who's a Canadian novelist. I don't care about the book. Uh, You want to read it? Read it. So she goes on The View, which is run by ABC News. Just remember that. So uh, nobody kind of, they say, oh, it's just one of these dopey entertainment shows. This is run by the news division, not the entertainment division. So here's what, of course, Trump came up when Hillary Clinton's sitting with The View. Roll the tape.
2: Look, I, I think if he wants to be the nominee, he will be the nominee. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I think that everybody else who is talking about it or considering it understands that. So what they are doing is um, trying to placate and play up to him, uh, because if he decides not
0: to, Run. They want to be the second or, you know, other alternative choice. All right. That's that's accurate. That's accurate. And uh, as you may know, I'm going to see uh, the 45th president on Thursday for an interview. That interview will be looking ahead of what his feelings are about possibly running for president. That interview will be on Monday on the No Spin News. On the first TV, WABC radio, all of our uh, partners coast to coast and around the world. Monday, you will see it. I'll run some clips up on BillOReilly.com over the weekend. But I'm just going down to Mar-a-Lago for the day. I'm just boom, boom. I'm back because I do have to tape a special on Joe Biden on Friday, which you'll see on the 21st of October. The real Joe Biden. How can somebody be this bad? That's basically the theme of the special. How? How is this possible? And it's not ideological or political. We're just going to give you the facts. And you'll be surprised of what we've uncovered. So anyway, busy week for me. Not complaining, just reporting. So uh, ABC News runs The View. And you just heard Hillary Clinton. So then you would think after she got through with Trump that the ABC News personnel on The View would ask her about the Durham report which has just uh, indicted a lawyer who was working for the Hillary Clinton campaign on the Russian collusion bogus false story. You would think, right? Right. You get Trump out of the way and then you can say, well, Mrs. Clinton, what about this uh, indictment of this lawyer? Do you know the man? Did you know that he was uh, allegedly funneling out fake stories about Trump during the campaign? Right? Wouldn't you ask that if you were on a news show? No. Nothing. Nothing. And I will predict that wherever Hillary Clinton goes to promote this book, you're not going to have that. Why? Because deals are made. You want a hill? Here are the rules. They'll never admit it, but deals are made. So we got nothing from The View. Surprised? Come on. Okay, so that led me to uh, the disintegration of network television and to some extent cable as well. And I'm going to walk through this. We've got Bernie Goldberg listening intently and he's going to come in and comment and tell me where I'm going wrong or whatever. Okay? But first I want to give you the stats. So, primetime entertainment. This is NCIS. They hardly have any dramas anymore. They don't have any comedies at all this year. Not one new comedy, sitcom. First time in TV history, no sitcoms. They don't want you to laugh because you're laughing hard enough at the reality shows. They got a million of those because they're cheap. They got the voice, they got the feet, they got the elbow. They got everything, I don't know. Never watch them. Okay, so um, four years ago, ABC, Primetime entertainment, this is Disney. OK? Four years ago, averaged 5.7 million people. Today, 4.3. That's a 25 percent decrease in viewers in primetime. NBC, 29 percent decrease. CBS, 36 percent decrease in prime time. 36 percent. That's according to variety. OK? Network news ratings. I'm going to do it year to year for the Trump factor. So last year in September, presidential race. And and Trump was a driver of that because Biden didn't come out of the basement. Couldn't cover him because he wasn't there. Okay, so ABC News, World News Tonight with David Muir. Believe me, Peter Jennings is rolling over in his grave. David Muir. Okay, so last year at this time. Um, ABC World News is doing 9 million. This year, they're down to 7.9 million. So they've lost more than a million viewers. Decreased 12% overall. NBC Nightly News, Lester Holt, decreased 13%. CBS Evening News, Nora O'Donnell, decreased 14% in a year. Trump's gone. Ratings go down. That will continue. Okay. Third portion of this. Cable news primetime, 8 to 11. That's primetime. Okay. Fox News year to year down 45%. I I would have jumped off the building. (laughs) I never went down. Our graph was always up. 45%. MSNBC down 61%. CNN down 82% from $1.5 million to 822000 This is the average of the three hours. I mean, this is staggering. And the advertisers all know it, and so they don't pay as much for the ads. So the, the days of the big money at cable news are over. A lot of people pulling a the plug. They don't want to watch it. They don't want 100 channels. They want a bundle. It's cheaper. Okay. Late night television. Colbert, 8% decrease from last year. Fallon actually is a 7% increase, but he's so far down as number three. He went from 1.4 million last year to 1.5 million. He got some of the Colbert audience, the hate Trump audience went over to Fallon, not because Fallon hates Trump, but it's just because Colbert is just a one-trick pony. And then Kimmel is down 13%. So they're all um, on the skids. And uh, Fox News at 11 o'clock is beating some days. Them. I, it's morning shows. Today's show, five years, okay? 2016, 43 now 3.3 at 23% decrease. Um ABC, Good Morning America, 27% decrease. CBS Morning Show, 24% decrease. So you can see. Now, it used to be in America that we all watched, or most of us did, the same shows. We knew. So uh, in the early 60s, it was Ed Sullivan, all right, and then Bonanza and then uh, All in the Family, and the Mary Tyler Moore show, Happy Days, and and then NCIS. And, and, you know, it just, there was a stair step. And we watched it because we talked to each other about the shows. And it was a commonality of television. So it was Cronkite, and then it was Rather, and then it was Jennings on ABC, and it was Brokaw. Before that, Huntley Brinkley. Everybody knew their names. Everybody was engaged at that level. Now it's over. So what effect is going to have on the American culture? Here now, a man with the intellectual heft to put that into perspective, Bernie Goldberg, who is uh, the purveyor of BernardGoldberg.com, a very good website. Um, And he writes about all kinds. It's not, not just media. So we want you to visit that. All right. So you you heard the stats. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the failure across the board?
1: Well, there are so many, so many directions we can go on this. One of them is that you're right. Television used to be the equivalent of a national cathedral Uh, on certain events, certainly big traumatic events. We all went to television at the same time no matter where we live. Those days are gone. You're 100% correct about that. And they're not coming back. Uh, There are too many places you can get your news now. You can get it on TV. You can get it on the Internet. You can get it on the telephone. You can get it on your shoe. You can get it on your underpants. You can get it in so many different places that the idea of a national cathedral is gone. Uh, One other thing along those lines once upon a time, as you well remember, Bill, Walter Cronkite was the most trusted man in all of America, according to a poll. Uh, if anybody thinks that any of the anchors, any of the anchors, are the most trusted people in America, they're delusional. Uh, those days are gone too. And it's not going to get better for network television, whether it's news or entertainment. One reason it's not going to get better is that people who watch television, old school television, regular television, not streaming television, um, they're mostly older people. And I don't want to sound cold about this, but the network TV audience is literally dying off and they're not going to be replaced. They're not being replaced by younger viewers. They don't get their news at all from television. They get it from other places if they get it at all, but not from television.
0: Okay, so there's no unifier anymore in America, no unifier at all. Politics is divided. Television is now becoming obsolete. Uh, Entertainment is all over the place. Maybe sports. I mean, that gets a fairly robust audience now, live sports. Um, but there's no unifier. So that means that Americans don't have anything in common anymore. And that, I think, is a big social problem.
1: Well, I think it's I, I think you're right. And I think it's a reflection of, of the culture in general. We are as polarized as we've ever been in the modern era. Therefore, television is polarized. Television Even television news isn't really news, and we know that. Television news is a form of entertainment. Give the people what they want and hope they'll come back for more. So television divides America. America's already divided. And what's the result? The result is you're not going to go to television. You're not going to go to old-fashioned, old-school media to bring the country together. The country is already divided and television is doing its best to divide it even further, because that's well, how they make. Go ahead. They make money by dividing Americans. Sure,
0: playing to their segmented audience. All the cable it's, news it's, operations it's, do that. Exactly. Now, when you see a, a primetime disintegration like CNN, eighty um, percent, okay, um, but they still do the same stuff. It's still a hate Trump network. That's what it is. It doesn't change. It doesn't evolve. It doesn't try to get creative. It doesn't cover Joe Biden with any kind of enthusiasm at all. It doesn't do anything but hate Trump. Wouldn't you think that somebody at AT AT&T, which owns CNN, would say to their news executives, hey, you're not doing so well. It's like the New York Giant football team. Okay. You know, the owner is like kicking garbage cans over going, hey, you're not doing well. You got to do better. That doesn't seem to be happening at CNN or the others.
1: Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great question. And I know why CNN itself isn't doing anything about it, because they're in the business of bashing Trump in order to get ratings. It isn't working. But they're working. not getting ratings. So it, maybe it, it you is,
0: try something else, <laughs> you know?
1: It isn't working, but that's why they're doing it. You know, everybody thinks that everything is about money. Not in news. Ideology trumps money uh, in that they'll do stupid things that will cost them money and ratings, but that's all they know. You know, they're, they're like a one trick pony. That's that's all they know. Uh, to prepare for this segment and what I do for you, Bill, I mean, I, I, it's people don't even know how much I do for you. What I, I've been watching a lot of CNN recently. Uh-huh. And this is not an exaggeration. And if it is, it's only slightly an exaggeration. You can't turn on that channel without seeing a story about Donald Trump. It's always a negative story. And I'm not even saying it's not a legitimate story. But that's their game plan. One Donald Trump story after another, after another, hoping the audience that hates Donald Trump as much as CNN journalists do, will come back. It isn't working because you need Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump said a lot of things that weren't true. Sorry if if his most loyal fans don't like to hear that. But he said a lot of things that weren't true. But one thing he said that was absolutely true, and that was when he's left the scene, on a daily basis left the scene, the media would crash. Boom, he got it right.
0: Yep. And with the numbers, the numbers prove it. Now, when you have a country of 330 million people uh, and it has no, there isn't anything that brings people together. Now, 9-11, that attack, that brought Americans together. All right. That did. But other than a disaster, other than a, a, a thing like COVID has not brought us together. COVID's divided us further. Exactly. exactly. Right, right. So now we're, we're like this big monolith that are just kind of wandering around in our own little worlds. Now, the Chinese don't have that. The Chinese are all together and they're doing what they're told to do or they're going to vanish. And most other countries don't have a collapsing culture as we do. And that, I think, is really going to play out over the next 10 years. Last word.
1: Well, we do come together, and you hinted at this earlier, uh, on Sunday afternoon, for instance, over sports, over professional football. But even that, as long as when sports uh, lets politics intrude itself, as it did with last summer with the Black Lives Matter movement and and Black Lives Matter was on the NBA basketball courts, and slogans, only certain approved slogans, were on players' uniforms. Ratings went down in in those cases too. So if sports is the only thing that brings us together, that's not enough. And and we're not gonna be even unified over another 9-11 on television. We will be divided even over that because we'll watch it in a million different places, and then we'll blame Biden if he was president when the attack came, or we'll blame Trump for not preparing us for the attack. We are divided. And television, the media, is only reflecting that division. And that is, if that, does, I've argued this before, Bill. This is my final word. I've argued that a much bigger problem than climate change is polarization in America. If that doesn't get better anytime soon, we're in big trouble, and that's what you've been suggesting from the
0: jump. All right. BernardGoldberg.com. I'd like everybody to give Bernie a visit. You'll uh, you'll be happy you did. Thanks, but Bernie. Me, we'll talk soon, me, I hope. Me, Thank you for helping us out. All right, on the sports front, John Gruden. You know this guy? is uh, a longtime football coach. He worked for ESPN for a number of years doing Monday Night Football. Um, he got sacked as a coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, because he wrote moronic emails um, some years ago uh, with a a bunch of racial and gender slurs, homophobic stuff. So let me tell you how this happened, because it's a good example of the age we live in. So Gruden, a pretty powerful guy, had a big contract, 10 years, uh, 20, you know, I think $100 million or something huge contract. So before he got this job, he was at ESPN and he has a friend named Bruce Allen, who was a general manager of the Washington Redskins, now the Washington football team. So they had a lot of trouble, Washington uh, with allegations about mistreatment of cheerleaders and other things. And the NFL investigated as part of the investigation. The NFL got all the emails from all the employees of the Washington football team, including Bruce Allen. Among those emails was John Gruden sending Allen all kinds of slurs in a a variety of different ways. Okay, so the NFL had custody of that. And then someone leaked that to the go to cancel culture outfit, The New York Times. So somebody in the NFL hierarchy leaked out what Gruden had said over. And you can't for on a number of different levels. But just on a practical level, most players in the National Football League are black. If you're disparaging blacks and you're the coach, you can't run the team. Simple as that. And and Gruden did. So. The point here is that if uh, any powerful or any American puts stuff in writing that's full of slurs, you're going to get it. Somebody's going to leak it. That's just the way it is. The culture is. Cancel culture is so powerful. Gruden will probably never work again in a meaningful way unless he starts his own business or whatever. He's through. Okay, he's radioactive. I met him briefly in Houston years ago. I had a very nice conversation with his wife, very nice woman. I I mean, he couldn't care less about me or journalism. He was just a football guy. And I don't know. I don't have an opinion on him one way or the other. But I know that when I saw this article, I know how it got to the New York Times. I knew the whole cycle. Okay. And I knew that Gruden, there's no way he survives this. He couldn't. It's impossible. And every powerful person in the United States of America, you put anything in writing, anything that's the least bit malicious, right, toward a minority group of any kind, you're through. Someone will leak it. Superman. So uh, in the November edition, written by a guy named Tom Taylor. Superman comes out as bi, and he has a romantic relationship with a male friend. So I'm going, why? That's enough of that. Okay. Why? Why does Superman have to be in that circumstance? For what reason? Kids are going to like that? No. Traditional parents, they're, they're not going to like it. Right? Why? Why do this? Why don't you create another character, the Buy guy? Brand new character, put it on a comic, see if it works. Easy, the Buy guy. So Superman, you know, iconic uh, figure, and now they gotta do this. So if somebody can explain this to me, I would like to hear it. So this is just another example Of the political correct culture just taking over everything everything and um, look I don't have to deal with it but I'm going you know if I got an eight-year-old and nine-year-old they like Batman and Superman I we gotta have this they're eight nine awful on the other side I'm going to steal a line from Dennis Miller. And this is directed to the New York City Press. Can we just get a day off from JLo? Just one day off. Every blanking day. J-Lo, J-Lo, lo J-Lo. I just need one day. Just one out of the seven. One day a week. Maybe you have Wednesday, no J-Lo. I, I don't get it. She's an attractive woman. I, she's a, a talented singer and actress. Every day?
2: Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up.
0: All right, college. <laughs> Jeez. So, um, our go to uh, college uh, reporters, Campus Reform, they surrey on down to Georgetown University, which used to be a good school. It's now a woke paradise in Washington, D.C. And they asked the students about socialism. We'll take. So how would you define socialism?
3: Um,
2: I'm not, i honestly not that familiar with the term. I feel like I'm not as informed on the, the problem as I'd like to be, but I would say that capitalism is kind of the driver for a lot of the problems that we have in America, yeah. Giving workers the means to production. I, to be honest, my understanding of it is not as amazing as I would like it to be. It's the redistribution of wealth, um, as a means to achieve
1: a like better society.
2: The, the economic theory that the means of production, you know, the, the money people yeah. make, the private property they own, should be taken and, and redistributed equally. That's an idea that, that you lean towards. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously it depends like how you do it. A lot of people consider private property to be something they have a right to, when it's really not something that's so fundamental to who we are, or it's particularly just capital. If you're making $10 million, a year I think it's fair to tax at a very high rate because you're already so rich
0: my favorite line in that montage was my understanding of it is not as amazing as I would like it to be so I, you know it's easy to mock the college kids because most of them don't know anything they think they do but they don't and I always say this I always say most of the far-left, radical-left, college kids, in 20 years, they become conservatives. Once they have to work for the money, once they get into the marketplace, things change. Now, I'm going to give you the definition of fascism, all right, because I'm using the word fascism to describe the far-left in America, and some people object to that. So here is the dictionary.com definition of fascism, quote, A governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry commerce. That's the most important of it, regimenting all industry commerce. So in California, they don't have a dictator, but they have a one-party system in Sacramento. And Newsom, Gavin Newsom is the governor. So the latest, and we report every day on California, is that they're going to ban, okay, they're banning gas lawnmowers, leaf blowers, and chainsaws. Banning them because they put stuff in the air. So if you're a Californian, in 2024, you can't have a gas lawnmower, leaf blower, or a chainsaw. This is fascism. it is just so you guys know you live in a beautiful state i think the most beautiful state in the union sorry colorado you're beautiful too but california coast ah you live in a fascist state smoking pot could lead to breakthrough covid cases a study finds this comes from the war world psychiatric journal if you use pot opioids, tobacco, and alcohol a lot, then you're gonna get COVID. Or you're more likely to get it, but you'll probably get it. Why? Because your immune system is suppressed. In uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, a guy is suing the school district because his son, about 10 years old, got COVID from another student. It's a political play. But we're going to watch the story for you. okay? so the kid was in school. They don't have mask mandates in Waukesha school. And he got COVID and there's a suit. Um, Most Americans have not sent or received a personal letter in more than five years. This is according to a CBS News poll. Thirty seven percent haven't written a letter in five years and thirty five percent haven't received one. So it's all texting and email. Stay in history, October 12th, 1810, first Oktoberfest held in Munich, Germany, 211 years ago. Okay, so it was a wedding. The Prince of Bavaria married somebody, Princess Therese von Sachsen, Hildebrachchen, something. And everybody had to go to the wedding or you got your head cut off. And then they all got drunk. And then they said, hey, that was fun. And we still have our heads, so let's do it again next year. That's how Oktoberfest got started way back in 1810. So today, today it's canceled because of COVID. Last year, canceled. But when it ramps up next year, which it will, an estimated 6 million people all over the world go to Munich for Oktoberfest. Okay. And they have a good time. I have been there. But there's too much intoxication for me. But it was interesting to watch it. It was a little later in, and all those Germans. And in America, you got Oktoberfest everywhere. What city has the biggest Oktoberfest? Ready? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Ohio. Biggest Oktoberfest. Okay, we got a good mail segment. And then how you're losing your liberties and a final thought. Right back.
3: Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
0: Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part, this spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Let's go to The Mail. Sharon, Bill, I agree that it's ultimately up to the voter to determine their future. Whether it be apathy, belief, and misinformation, just pain, ignorance, it doesn't really matter because the outcome is the same. You get what you vote for. Absolutely, Sharon. You're absolutely correct. David, concierge member, direct access to me. Bill, you rightly suggested that the Republicans gained numerous seats in the House last year. However, you've let to speculate on the Senate part in the upcoming midterms. I think Republicans will take back the Senate. I do. Carol? Don't be naive, Bill, about the coming election just because Republicans won seats in the last election. They forgot to go down ballot. I I mean, look, if you want to think that all of the uh, balloting and all of the vote counting was fraudulent last time, go ahead. I know there was fraud, but it wasn't everywhere, every time. Joe Melling, Louisville, Texas. I agree with your analysis, O'Reilly, about the Pope seeing both Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. Christ did encourage us to visit with tax collectors. I know it reads like a punchline, but I hope the Pope is really trying to show them the error of their way. So do I. So do I. But I, I don't know. Couldn't possibly know. Uh, Robert comes here. Remember, Bill, I disagree with you on why the Pope will see Nancy and Joe. I believe it's about trying to convince them. Um, I believe it's about money. You know, I don't think there's money involved in it. I can't see how that would ever make a difference. Um, and I live in Virginia. I have to say, I think you're wrong, O'Reilly. I think Terry McAuliffe will be reelected. You want to put some money on that? Uh, I think Terry's going down. Carolyn Dahl, Bayville, New Jersey. Jon Stewart thinks cancel culture is fake until he gets canceled. Everybody's at risk. No doubt about it jerry groan libertyville illinois sorry bill but my wife and i liked the new bond movie jerry that's fine that's what makes life interesting you liked it i had it so much here but that's what that's what's fun about uh art you see it you discuss it all right um we're gonna open a christmas store at billoreilly.com next monday because of the supply shortages everywhere we want you to be comfortable with your gift giving so we're going to show you what we have we have a lot of good stuff that's next Monday. Right now, you get two bumper stickers free with any book. I'll sign the books for you for Christmas gifts Killing the Mob, Killing Crazy Horse. The other eight, they're all good. You'll like them. That's something you might consider. And uh, word of the day do not be verbose when writing to me. Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. Back with the loss of your liberty in a moment. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius. you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's PolicyGenius.com. So here is the final thought of the day. The quality of life in the USA is declining, not so much materially yet. It will next year. So we'll pay a lot more for stuff next year. And this Christmas, as I said, the supply lines are terrible. So you're not going to get a lot of stuff you want. Right on Biden. 100%. However, there are other things in play. Taxes everywhere are going up. Now they have cameras in the New York area that shoot you while you're driving. If you go over the speed limit, they send you a bill. That's a tax. What if you skid? What if you there's something that you know, you're not in control of? A cop, you can talk to about it, not a camera. And they're everywhere, everywhere. They want money, 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 take, 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 take. The more they take from you, the less you have. The less you have, the less freedom you have. Okay? Money is freedom. Options. And finally, the um, growing trend of you being able to have a myriad of jobs. You have options here and there, incomes coming up. Under Trump, there was four years of that. I hope you noticed notice that. Now, boom! One of the reasons that you can't get Christmas gifts is because there's not enough truck drivers. Don't have the truck drivers. And even if they get in the truck, they're paying a buck and a quarter more for gas. So they're going to raise the prices on everything. It's all interconnected, and all of it is impacting our freedoms, our pursuit of happiness, our options. That is what's going to sink the Biden administration when people go, I don't have enough money to do what I want to do. Thank you for watching us. We'll see you tomorrow.